Good morning. This is Friday, May 2nd, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Calls for limits on use of customer data. U.S. sanctions said to impose limited pain. And donors weigh jilting Christie for Jeb Bush. In today's national headlines, Timeline describes frantic scene at execution. We get the latest from McAllister, Oklahoma. Study finds no benefit in baby helmets, and late surge pushes health care enrollment past 8 million. In this morning's business headlines, back in bankruptcy court, GM battles suits. The U.S. looks into wagers pro and con on Herbalife, and spending and pay gains signal an improving economy. More business stories ahead, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, here are the stories as selected by the editors of the New York Times on this morning's front page. The top story comes from Washington, D.C. Calls for limits on use of customer data. David Sanger and Steve Lohr have the story. The White House, hoping to move the national debate on privacy beyond the National Security Agency's surveillance activities to the practices of companies like Google and Facebook, released a report on Thursday that recommends developing government limits on how private companies make use of the information they gather from their customers. The report, whose chief author is John Podesta, a senior White House advisor, is the next step in the administration's response to the disclosures by Edward Snowden, the former NSA contractor. Because the effort goes so far beyond information collected by intelligence agencies, the report was viewed warily in Silicon Valley, where companies see it as the start of an effort to regulate how they can profit from the data they collect from email and web surfing habits. Podesta said President Obama was surprised during his review of the NSA's activities that the same technologies are not only used by the intelligence community, but far more broadly in the public and private spheres because there's so much collection from the web, smartphones, and other sensors. You're shedding data everywhere, Podesta said. The report makes six policy recommendations. They include passing a national data breach law that would require companies to report major losses of personal and credit card data, It seeks legislation that would define consumer rights regarding how data about their activities was used. It suggests extending privacy protections to individuals who were not citizens of the United States and argues for action to ensure data collected about students was used for only educational purposes. But the most significant findings in the report focus on the recognition that data can be used in subtle ways to create forms of discrimination and to make judgments about who is likely to show up at work, pay their mortgage on time, or require expensive treatment. The report states that the same technology that's often so useful in predicting places that would be struck by floods or diagnosing hard-to-find illnesses in infants also has the potential to eclipse long-standing civil rights protections in how personal information is used in housing, credit, employment, health, education, and the marketplace. The report focuses particularly on learning algorithms that are frequently used to determine what kind of online ad to display on someone's computer screen or to predict their buying habits when searching for a car or in making travel plans. Those same algorithms can create a digital picture of a person.
Podesta noted that can infer race, gender, or sexual orientation, even if that is not the intent of the software. The final computer-generated product or decision used for everything from predicting behavior to denying opportunity can mask prejudices while maintaining a patina of scientific objectivity, the report concludes.